Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, we are joined now by Jake Jackman. You can, of course, find on Twitter at Jake Jackman with two N's. You can find his writings over at EPL Index, and this will be a Newcastle update. Jake, very glad to have you back on. Pretty much safe would be the general consensus, uh, but we can get to that in a second. First, let's just talk about the fact that Newcastle United Football Club managed to win an away match. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? I think um, there's been a few few supporters that have been a little bit twitchy about about um, potentially being relegated. I thought that was still a long way off, even with recent results. I think it was the other clubs near the bottom that were picking up results rather than Cardiff, who were the one that that you know you have to be looking out for, but. We, I always thought, you know, we needed one more win um, just to push us safe and just to stop any of the negativity building. And, and we got that with what was a, a classic Newcastle performance uh, under Rafa Benitez. It was just very percentage football, um, keeping things tight at the back, making sure we didn't give up a lot and then counter-attacking. Uh, and I thought that the way Leicester set up really allowed us to do that. Um, we had a lot of tight a lot of time on the ball it when when we did get into the half and I think that the way they said well just indeedy uh in, in central midfield sort of allowed us to, p- to push Rondon and Elmer on into central areas uh and we even saw Hayden get forward a little bit and I thought it worked very well even though Leicester you know had perhaps had the better players and, and they were being talked about as having a lot of the a lot of the game um on Friday night they didn't really create a lot and I think we created a lot more in the first half, um, getting that goal, we probably could have added another um, before half time, but it was, it was professional performance. And I sort of have flashbacks to, to the away matches against Watford and Wolves this season where we've taken that lead and, and not been able to hold on against Watford. I think we conceded in sort of the 75th minute around that sort of market. Then obviously against Wolves, there was that late minute equaliser after a Debravka error, which could have been called up as a foul, but wasn't. So, had sort of flashbacks to those, but it seemed that we had learned from those lessons and, and we did manage to see this one through, uh, although Jamie Vardy had quite a good chance towards the end, but we, we did see it through. Got those three points, which pushed us to safety, really, with you know a few games to go. And it everything's just turning towards the summer now. Um, I think Benitez has spoken of how he wants to finish strongly and get as high up the ta- league table as he can, which which is understandable, but... As supporters, we're only concentrating on one thing, and that's what's going to be happening for next season because there's many unanswered questions about that. Yeah, we'll certainly touch on that at the back end. Um, but like you said, you're you're feeling very confident of safety now with with getting this away win, just to pretty much make sure that it's impossible that Cardiff could reach you. 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think we're probably going to see us go over the 40-point mark as well before the end of the season. We've got Southampton at home and um, we've got Fulham away on the last day. So, it's, uh, And I think we're Brighton away in the middle of that as well. So we've got some some winnable games coming up as well. So I, I think we're going to pick up probably a couple more wins and really make it secure and finish the season on a high, which will be good. Yeah, and obviously you're very good at home. So uh, probably easy to, to picture picking up points there. For those that don't know, uh, Newcastle currently 10 points up on Cardiff, who do have a game in hand. But uh, like you say, it's probably a distance too far for them. Uh, in regards to the actual match, who would you say was your man of the match in that one against Leicester? Yeah, it's a difficult one. I think there's a few good players. Uh, difficult to look beyond Ayose Perez, I think. Um, obviously, he scored the goal with some good movement and a good header. But I think his, his overall play was good. He was He was closing down well. Yeah, when he was on the ball in the final third, he, he was finding another Newcastle player, and he was he was playing the right balls. And he just looked a threat all game, um, and and you look at what Almiron's doing on the other side, which I know we're going to come on to talk talk about in a little bit. And I think they're both very dangerous players, but with Perez at the moment, you see he's got that little bit more experience in the Premier League, and he knows how to how to you know cause problems for for opposition defenders whereas Almiron I think it's just trying a little bit too hard at the moment which which is why his end product isn't as great although you can say that he's in the build-up he's probably doing a little bit more than Perez but that in that final ball I, I wouldn't really want anybody else other other than Rondon in the final third you know with a one-on-one chance or anything like that then Perez I think he's quite reliable um and he always seems to get around that 10 goals a season which which is really quite impressive and, and considering he was a an investment for around two million pounds. He's he's done really well, um, and and he, he's still only twenty five, so he, he's still got quite a bright future ahead of him. Whether that's at Newcastle or somewhere else, but he gets a lot of criticism. Um, but I think he's he's proven his worth this season, and, and, and again on on Friday night he was very good. Um, Almiron as well was good, as as, as I said, Romdon was very good in his hold up role. Um, and, and Isaac Hayden, again, was very good in, in central midfield. So there's a lot of people to pick from. Um, but, yeah, I think Perez shades it for me. Yeah, if Rondon had buried that free kick, maybe then uh, it tilts yeah. his uh, direction a little bit. But let's stick with uh, the big Venezuelan up front because we were talking just before we hit record that his technique probably doesn't get enough credit in his game just because he is a big physical presence with a decent finish on him. Um, but but really, he, he's pretty technical as well, and that's something that's obviously benefited Newcastle this year. Unfortunately, kind of sounding like you might be want, you might not be wanting to retain him uh, due to Ashley viewing him as as a kind of decreasing value at this stage in his career. What's your view on Rondon and, and his potential uh, remaining tenure at Newcastle? It's it's gonna be. A, an interesting one to follow because I think it it could go either way at this point and I, and and this week there's been more sort of reports of Mike Ashley still being open to selling the club and and I think now it's if he's ever going to do it it's, he's got to do it at the end of a season and it has to you know there's got to be movement quickly if he's going to do that um, because the moment we get into a Premier League season there's the the doubt you know come forward about whether we're going to remain in there and, and the value attached to being a Premier League club so it is sort of this net this period where it, where it's obvious we're going to be a Premier League club for another season, they, there needs to be movement on that, and I think that could impact Rondon. But then you know you got the the Benitez question. I think that's tied closely into Rondon's future. I think if if Benitez stays at the football club, I think Rondon will, will sign. I think that will probably be part of the the convincing him to stay if Ashley does remain uh, as the owner. I think he, he, Benitez will, will probably make that an, an ironclad thing that he wants. Um, 
to, to sign Rondon on a permanent. So I think that will probably happen in, in that instance. And, and another thing to, that's worth remembering about Rondon is West Brom, uh, who is currently owned, obviously going to go into the playoffs in the championship. They've got a chance of going up. But if they don't, they've got a Newcastle player there doing very well at the moment. Dwight Gale, he scored a lot of goals, got a hat-trick at the weekend. So it's not like we're we're going into negotiations with a club where we have to pay all cash. There, there's that player that we can offer up. Um, so that does make me a little bit more confident if we can get something done. Because um, I'm, I'm, even though the wages might be quite big, if there's not much of a a transfer outlay on Rondon. Uh, I think Ashley would probably could probably be convinced, especially if it's you know helps convince Benitez to stay because I think that's that's the main thing Ashley wants. If he's not going to sell the club, he wants Benitez as manager because he knows that as long as we have him, we're not going to fall out of the league. And, and although Benitez wants bigger things, and I'm sure there will be bigger things talked about when these discussions take place, um, I think the Rondon thing is quite an easy one to do um, if if we're going to try and keep everybody at the football club which ultimately is is what everybody needs to be trying to do at this point because it, it, you know Rondon or or Raffle even both would be massive blows I think Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, and uh, not to make you have to talk about this literally every time you come on, so we'll just kind of do like a 1 to 10 scale. 1 to 10 that Mike Ashley is still the owner of Newcastle next season? I'll say 8, but that's just because we've been here before, <laughs> and it's just becoming tiresome getting confident that he's going to leave, so I, I, I think a solid 8. Fair, um, and then Benitez? 5. <laughs> and Rondon? I'm not, I'm, yeah, 5 again. I okay, because you think yeah, those two I, are tied. I th- yeah, I think it's either both or neither of them, to be honest. So mm. it would be interesting how that one goes. Fair enough. All right, we won't make you <laughs> delve into those waters uh, fully again. Um, a couple weeks back, uh, while I was doing a live text commentary for the Newcastle match, Lejeune went down with another knee injury. It was confirmed to be a cruciate ligament again. Um, that'll keep him out a very long time. So hopefully he can uh, recover fully again um and get back to his best because he was playing well up until then um of course anytime there's an injury though that does open up an opportunity for other players uh who do you think benefits from it and do you think we could see a tactical change maybe away from the back three yeah it's it's a shame to see Lejeune go out obviously you said that he's done very well recently and he had done um I think he, he did come back from his previous injury quite quickly I think it was surprising how quickly he got did get back and and whether that's had an impact on on suffering a a recurrence of it um is unknown but i wouldn't be surprised if it did obviously we need to concentrate on him getting him back fully fit now um and i'm sure he will do i think it's 
it's bad luck to get two of these injuries and I, I don't I think it would be extremely unlucky to for it to keep happening it's, it's quite an unusual injury so it, it's it yeah I, th- I think hopefully he just gets back fixed we are a better team with him um on the pitch but like you say it does open up opportunities for others and, and center back is somewhere where we're quite we're stocked quite well really um so it's it's there are worse injuries we could have suffered um, in terms of how it will impact us as a team. I don't think we'll move away from from the formation. It's working quite well. And we've seen Paul Dummett come in um, previously a left back. But I think the, the, the majority of Newcastle fans have always, always thought he'd go to a, a centre-back role. He's, he's well suited to it. He's, he's, the defensive side of his game has always been the, the better for him than going forward. So it does take that pressure off him um to move forward with the ball which i, I think suits him uh, and obviously when you go back to, to being a center back you you still have to be quite good on the ball but as he was previously a full back his skills are better suited to being a ball playing center back rather than a a, a, a full back i'm not saying he's as good as, as fabio char or florian lejeune with the ball more than playing that role and I think he showed that against Leicester yeah he, he played very well obviously we've got Fernandez as well um who, who all season was probably our best defender uh got unlucky with an injury and hasn't really had a look in since because of the form of, of Lejeune and Shah and 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 Lascelles. so I'm sure he'll he might get an opportunity before the end of the season um and heading into next year as well I think he's he's a, he's a viable option at centre-back so I don't think it's the worst injury, we've got a couple couple of players capable of coming in. Um, but if we do keep Rafa and, and we carry on with this formation, I'm sure that he'll be looking at, at bringing another another centre back in during the summer just to to add depth. Because if you if you've got three centre back positions, you really do need five or six fit centre backs to to carry out. Um, the squad duties there um, because obviously a couple of injuries can, can change a whole formation and, and that could bring problems. So I think it's important we have enough cover there. But it's, yeah, it's it's sad for Lejeune. It, it was a massive blow. Feel, feel sorry for him, obviously, two big injuries in a short amount of time. It's, it's You wouldn't wish that on any footballer. But I'm, I think it's, you know, he's got the whole summer to recover. Hopefully he'll be back playing before the end of the year um, if all goes to plan. So... Yeah, it, it, I'm sure he'll be back, and 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 in the meantime, we do have have two two players capable of coming in and doing okay. So it's uh, I don't think there'll be a formation change. Yeah, a player that has definitely benefited from you playing a back three has been Matt Ritchie, who has done very well in his weird left wing back role, considering people that recall him from his attacking midfielder and wing days. Uh, in Bournemouth, their first year up. He leads you in almost every creative category. How has he managed that level of attacking input while technically playing in defence? I think the the playing three at the back does help him because uh, it does give him the, the opportunity to go forward. And, and I think where Almiron plays ahead of him, he quite likes to to go across the front line and he's not always in that, that left wing role, which does leave the space open for Richie. Um, but he, he's got you know, tremendous work rate. He's, he's he's very good at getting up and down the pitch. Um, and when he was a winger, he he, he always you know did well at the back, and he always, he always contributed to the team there. So I think he's just got that. It does suit in the left wing back role because there's there's less impetus on him being the the, the focal creative force, and to beat is the opposition full back. There's not a, there's not really a, he doesn't need to do that anymore. And, he, and instead, he can let Almiron do the running, and he can 
you know, pick up the loose balls and and, and create the crossing option. With, and, and obviously with Ramzan as our centre forward, that works really well because the more balls we get into the box, it, it, it does cause problems. Even if they don't lead to goals, they, they create opportunities, corners, set pieces. They're all, they're all things that, that we win because of Maric's delivery. So he, he can focus on staying back and putting those balls in, which which it suits him suits him to a T. And, and, and we've seen him really come on over the last, four or five months now uh, in that role so I think at his age he, he probably needed to make a switch from wing um, and it's just sort of worked out quite well he's, he's taken up the left wing back role um, uh, and it does sort of it give me hope that it, it, it's so uncertain when you guys I can't say with any confidence it's going to happen in the future but it does give me hope that he, we can carry on with this formation and, and Matt Ritchie can have another 12 to 18 months in the Premier League at least because it, it he is getting towards, I think, the end of his Premier League career. But I think this is going to prolong it if he can carry on in this this role in this formation because it does suit him. Yeah, and you mentioned Almiron up front, which kind of opens up both how he's been doing and Barreca at the back. They were you two January signings. And uh, in our transfer window recap, we we gave uh, Newcastle very high grades. I think I gave them an A because I viewed them as two of your biggest weaknesses were a creative threat and a new left back. Richie obviously filling the role of the previous, which we mentioned. Um, but here in the States, there are some people already questioning Almiron because he hasn't managed to score a goal yet and is starting this whole, are MLS players good enough for the next level? How have you viewed his performances for Newcastle thus far? Is it just that he hasn't been fortunate enough in front of goal, or do you think there might be more of a transitional period than expected? I think there's always going to be a transitional period coming from from the MLS to the Premier League. I don't think that should be a surprise, but what I will say on Almiron, he's he's made us a better team, and and the reason we've picked up a lot of these wins in the second half of the season is because of what he has offered. Um, winning free kicks and giving us a real drive to go forward and and what we just spoke about Richie he's been a he's come on a lot since Almiron has come in so it, it, there's been a lot of positives um I think with Almiron you can you can see the the danger he poses you can see the impact he's having on matches it's just a case of a player trying so hard to get that first goal and I think we've seen that in, in the last couple of games some of the shots have been a little bit forced and he's he's snatching at chances a little bit um, but I think with Almiron, it is the case that, that once one goes in, I think we're going to see a steady stream of goals. And I, and I think it's going to be next season rather than this that we're going to see him really come on. But I think that that's to be expected. Um, but I, I would say that it's it's interesting that, that that's been the, sort of the the coverage in the States because here, you, you know, I hear on Sky, Jamie Carragher often speaks well about Almiron, saying how he thinks he's a, he's a very talented player and, and how he's he's had a massive impact on Newcastle. And other pundits have said similar about him. So it's it's in, normally it's the English pundits sort of go talking down about other leagues, but in in this case they seem to be quite behind Almiron and see see his value. So I I, I think I think it's it's, it's going to get better for him, and, and I'm sure I think we'll probably have one big performance before the end of the season from him. Um, I be surprised if he doesn't score before the end of this season but if he doesn't it's not the end of the world it's it, he, he's added a lot to the team and I think it, we'll see the best of him in, next year in, in, the, in the following years so it, it's definitely a transitional period but I think that that was to be expected um, mm. for any any player transitioning leagues especially from the MLS to the Premier League it's, it's not a, a road that has it's been well travelled in that direction anyway so I think he's going to be a success I just think we've got to be patient with him um, and I think it's partly to do with him as well, just getting mentally right and 
saying there's no need to, to snatch at chances. And I think once he gets that first goal, it, it's a cliche, but once he gets that first one, it, I think there'll be more to come. Um, and that can only be a positive. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm positive when I'm on it. And I think he's going to turn out to be a very good signing. Um, I already think he's been a good signing, but I think that, yeah, there's a lot more to come from him. And, and I wouldn't worry about him flopping um, based on what I've seen so far. Mm. Yeah, I think the reason why there's been a little bit of, uh, as you say, kind of negative coverage here versus positive there is a lot of people use Almiron as a point that the MLS is now good enough that their players can go to a league as big as the Premier League. And so the fact that he hasn't set the world alight statistically hurts that point. So I, I think they kind of built him up a little too much before he moved and are now reading a little too early on any negatives. And I think that's why that's gone that way. Um, I think we mentioned the other one in January. Bureka came in at left back. Hasn't really gotten a whiff at the team, and he's on loan. So he could just leave at the end of the season. Uh, was that a failed transfer in your mind, or, or do you think maybe it knocked Richie on a bit? Just what did you make of that one at the time, and why do you think he's not really getting a look? I didn't really think it was a good signing at the time. I wasn't too impressed with him at Monaco. Um, his attitude wasn't wasn't great there from what, from what I've heard. So it's I wasn't surprised that it's gone a similar way from at Newcastle. Um, but I think it got to the point with, with us in the transfer window where we were just trying to get anything done. And it just seemed that that was a good deal for us. Um, I think Jordan Lukaku was our, was our main left-back target, and that didn't go through for, after he failed a medical. So I think we just... It was just a backup, and 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 sometimes these things go well, and sometimes they don't. And in this case, it hasn't gone well, but we're not going to lose a lot from it. We've we've had an extra bit of cover in the squad. We haven't needed it, but it's been there, uh, and it might have had an impact on Richie. I'm not so sure. Um, it might have done, but um, I, th- I think it was just a, a gamble that we were just getting somebody in in that position to to add cover. Um, it could. If he had got given uh, given a chance, he might have done really well. But obviously, it's not been going well for on the training ground. So it's 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 just what happens when you when you rush around late in the window trying to get men in. You do get occasionally a, a bad player that doesn't offer a lot. But as you said, it's a loan, so we don't really lose from it. Um, so it, we'll move on in the summer, uh, and I'm sure that position will probably be targeted again. Fair enough. All right, well, we will wrap things up there. Positive signs for Newcastle on the whole. Safety all but assured, as we discussed earlier. Uh, Jake, tell the folks where they can find you. Yeah, um, you can get me on Twitter, at Jake Jack with two N's. I wrote for EPL Index, and I feature on the Championship Show as well on this channel, so check that one out. Cool, thanks again for joining us, Jake. Best of luck to you for the rest of the season. Hopefully you can keep Roth, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.